mental illness, the thing actors pretend to have in order to win Oscars. Now, in real life, mental health can be something of a touchy topic. We don't like to talk about it much. And as one psychiatrist explains, when we do, we don't talk about it well. Stigma still is a very big issue. Uh, it manifests itself in the ways that we think and talk about the, the mentally ill and in the, the terms, the words that we use to describe them. For instance? Wacko. Psycho. Cray-cray. Okay. Okay, first, hearing a bearded middle-aged man use the term cray-cray may have already killed that word forever. It's like when your mom says something is on fleek. It's done. It's just over at that point. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. There is a separate. There is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh wait, you serious? Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. <laughs> you serious? There it is. Okay, so here we are. There it is. The thing is starting. We're rolling in action. So yeah. um, I think that the obvious elephant in the room mm. is the... Um, you know, what's going on in Syria. Mm-hmm. Um, um, now, here's a couple of things. We're going to talk a lot about the Star Wars Force Awakens trailer, so that's well, what we're going to do. things, I think a lot of stuff surrounding that, because the trailer didn't show a exactly, lot. Exactly, and exactly. And it was a great trailer in that it, I believe, a great trailer should um, give you a, a taste of the feel you yeah, know, like the yeah. texture of the film, it felt very Star Warsy. Mm. Okay, um, like in a good way. Yeah, um, it made me want to see the film, right? Which, of course, I'm going to anyways. Yeah, um, it didn't ruin the story for me. No, all I right? mean you can guess. Well, I think it's going to. You know what? Though? I don't think I don't think even guy. You can speculate. All right, and well, this yeah. I'm actually going to kind of have a bit of a rant about this, hmm. okay? Okay. Because you see all over Facebook, hmm. okay, and Facebook is the worst, is the most awesome, fucked up, <laughs> dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Okay, because it's great because it gives everyone a voice and a way to connect. Hmm. Okay, and the really really shitty thing about it is yeah. is that you're connecting with everyone with a voice. Yeah. Okay. Because it's great. Now I have to look and work really hard to unsee um, people's speculation about what they saw, who's dead, who should die. You know what? All of you who are trying to like, in your enthusiasm, Mm. and I can totally relate to the enthusiasm because I watched that trailer ten times, Mm. okay, the, the first night it came out. I've probably, since it came out, I've watched it easily 30 times. Mm. Easily. Okay. All right? That's um, like an hour's worth. 
Yeah. All right. Um, and I'm not watching it for what this. It's, it's, I'm. Mm-hmm. I there's a visceral effect. It just makes me yeah. feel so good to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm excited to go see this movie, um, and it's it's great. But sitting there and analyzing, oh, I think this is going to shut the fuck up. Stop. Why are you driving yourselves insane? Why are you robbing yourselves of that joy of seeing this? Because you're not going to walk in there and just enjoy it. You're going to walk in there and say, well, I had this theory and this was right and this was wrong. And I don't think they should have done this. Blah, 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 blah. So I am going to... Hmm. This is almost like my trailer version in the spirit of trailers. This is my preview Mm. of the fuck yous I'm going to give all the people who, after they see it, shit on it. Because fuck you and shut up. See, I think you and I and a lot of the listeners are of a different frame of mind where, like, you have your ideas. You can't help but think, you know, where were Han and... Finn and BB, what, what was that building they were walking into? And I, I did a little bit of that, d- d- but no, it no, was just this was, one it was thing. Just like, oh, I got to I love the way it opened with mm. just that the goggles and the thing. Yeah, it just it. No, look at, I'm thinking about it, and look, he can attest <laughs> there are goosebumps. Okay, um, and it's it's just like bam, mm. it, was, it was just so fucking good, and yeah. I just went, oh, oh. Mm. And it was really like a whole bunch of little mini orgasms. So it was because it was just like, oh, okay. But I and, and even like the way the Tie Fighter is tumbling yeah. toward the planet, that just looks fucking like it, it just does, looks yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. And you know, they're talking about who might die. Who you just? Why can't you just enjoy? Mm-hmm. I enjoy mm-hmm. talking about movies as much as anyone, and more than most. Okay. And I will. I will overanalyze the shit out of this movie. Motherfucker. Fine. These are my pants back. Shittiest headphones. God damn it. It's because your big head. I'll wear them broken. Alright. So I see it wasn't completely my daughter's fault when hers broke. (laughs) So um shitty. So I just I just don't understand why people are adding this layer of because they want to be the first to come up with the idea. They want to be the ones that say, look, you know I what? posted it first. You know what, though? I can almost guarantee mm. that those people, mm. if they're our age, mm-hmm. they're assholes. Okay? Yeah. If they're if they're not our age, you know, they're, they're younger and they just don't fucking know better. Because I watch this thing and it's like... It's it's you know he's oh you know I you know I'm a, I'm a ten year old again mm. and it really is and it really does because it's this like it's this comfort mm. level it's this comfort thing and there here are characters that I love in a universe that I love and and in a way that like it came out I mean I saw these movies when you know between the ages of like you know ten and fourteen fifteen mm. years old. I mean, those are, you know, you talk about your formative years. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And, um, which reminds me, I'm going to talk to you about a tattoo idea that I okay. have. So, I think I was um, 5 to 10 or 12, something like that. Yeah. Okay. And so, they really, they they mean something mm. to me. And there, I can honestly point to 
places in them that have have sort of built up, a, a, you know, parts of, of who I am. You mm. know, it's, it's you know they didn't you know make my life, but right. they were a very very important part of my life, and it, it's so wonderful to see it coming back. And that's mm. why I always say about Star Wars is good Star Wars and bad Star Wars, but it's Star Wars. Yeah. It's, it's it's just it's a warm blanket. Yeah, yeah, especially when you get that TIE fighter noise going. Yes! That's, that really is, that, that's probably why I, I was quick to latch onto Rebels, because it was identifiable ships and sounds. Yeah. On a subconscious level. Exactly. But those movies, the original three, started me, uh, drawing, building models, um, figuring out you know, reading about how stuff's done behind the scenes stuff. And it did inform my movie viewing. And I read Joseph Campbell because of the movies and did, you know, read a whole bunch of mythology. And, um, it, it, it's interwoven into, in, in, into all, pretty much are. everything I've ever done in my life. Every big achievement. Like we had, Bounty Hunter Lay and Boba Fett on top of our cake, and my brother and I carried those lightsaber hilts under our tux yeah. jackets when I was married. That's it, except for some of the music that we used right. in the ceremony. But it wasn't like we dressed in costume or anything. The my proudest achievements at the theater was getting the five hundred and first there and having yeah. you know record breaking attendance days and everything going yeah. smooth and all that. An enormous amount of money raised for charity. Yeah, um, uh, but it's just yeah. Like, it's just, it's such a comfort thing, and, and, like, but it also does bring up the worst of, like, the internet. Yeah, because I mean, it's fun to hate on stuff. Yeah, so just... I, I I have my own theories about the film and the story that I just, I nobody, I, I, if I'm right, I don't want to spoil it for people. You know, yeah, and we haven't even done, we haven't done that. We haven't had those conversations. No, the most really. the most I've said on the show is rumor is that Mags von Sydow is Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of plausibility in that with the new trailer, yeah, because of a couple of flags. The other flags, apparently, um, somebody I was just looking because people yeah. Uh, and yeah. A bunch of the flags hanging outside of the, the... It's the one scene with the giant red robot that looks like he's straight out of Clone Wars. Um, in the in the movie, they were buried under the ground protecting the shield generator. Okay, you, yeah. you touch the antenna and it, they come right. up. They had those big, like, almost like Ray's speeder kind of body right. face thing. Um, so all the flags hanging up, there's a Fett skull, there's the center branch on one of the flags, but the, the other ones um, are all pod racer flags. Yeah. Now either that was a CG model that they could take easily yeah. and save some money on, or it has meaning. It might not mean anything. Yeah. The FET one front and center, like at the top of the pyramid, I That's think. That's interesting. That lends credence to, and why would Han take them there? If Han doesn't have a bounty on his head anymore, him and Fed aren't enemies, right? So, it could, that that could be and interesting. It's been Thirty, years. and if he's not, if it's not him, if it's Dengar or whatever, I don't care. Doesn't it's not going to bother me. This movie is two hours and forty minutes long. Is it? 
I had theories about the second Matrix and the third, how they should go and what should be done and stuff. And that that's what I was getting to when I said that you and I and, and a bunch of the listeners, we can have in our head how we want it to go, how we think it should go, but we can sit there and just shut that part off and just yeah. watch it. What's really and interesting what they is give like, you. when you look at the prequels, mm. there are there are beats that it need that they needed to hit. Yeah. Okay, because you know where people end up. Right. Okay? Right. What I love about this mm. is one, it's the first of three new movies. At this point, by, yeah. at this point, right? And other stuff is going to spin off yep. that there is a future mm. to this whereas before there wasn't so you just you didn't right. know you knew you were going to get the prequels fine yeah. okay and i remember being 10 years old and hearing oh there's going to be these three there'll mm-hmm. be four five six then there'll be one two three and then right. going to do seven eight and nine and that was always a thing until like five minutes later it was just like no, 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 I ain't gonna do that. Yeah, no, I never said that. I never said that. I <laughs> fucking did because I was 10, motherfucker. All right? So, yeah. and everybody on the planet goes, yeah, you did, George, mm. you know? So, um, but I don't, I, I, I don't want to say I don't care. Mm. All right? Um, but I, I have everything I've seen. I have so much faith in this movie. So, you know. It's going to make so it will make it will make the most money, but I have my reservations. My my. Um, but you're doing that. Realistic. But you know what it is. You're. I, I think that that is. I think that's more to protect yourself. Because no, I it's because it's, I saw Abrams' second Star Trek movie, and I saw Super Eight, and I saw other movies that he's made and produced, and they're okay. But it's they're all missing something. Now the trailer does indicate that there is a lot of emotion. Uh, Finn has a great fear face going yeah. on. Um, there's a little bit of torture, so there's anger and sadness and all all kinds of stuff. And I like that Kazan helped write it. Yep. Um, but Abrams has not impressed me as somebody that's equal to um, was it Kazdan directed Empire. Kirshner. Kirshner. Kazdan did um, Jedi, right? It's late. I don't know. Um, what get what gives me hope is that um, there are a lot of people in a I mean obviously a lot of money mm. behind JJ doing a good job. And I think I I'm, I, I think yeah. that JJ is probably a Star Wars guy more than mm. a Trek guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he put R2 in both of his Star Trek movies. So, so. Um, and I think that he understands the reverence. I mean, that that, that yeah. Comic-Con thing, that Comic-Con thing where it was just sort of behind-the-scenes stuff, mm. oh, my God. But I'm wondering, is he just going to hit the same notes just to play it safe? Is that what they're going to do? Because you saw the poster. Starkiller Base is a giant Death Star. Pretty much. You don't know that. All right, it's a planet with a giant engine in it. And it can either thrust to different galaxies, or it can destroy suns. And if it destroys suns, then they're mining the expanded universe. 
Kip Dora on Sun Crusher. And that's the shit I don't even want to hear. Oh, well, they took this from the Expanded Universe. But the thing is, the thing is, I'm looking at this. And then died in this one, but Chewie could die in this one. No, no, Chewie Chewie died in the Expanded Universe. Shut up. Han's going to die in this one. Anyway. See, I don't even want to talk like that. Like, I don't want any foregone conclusions. All right? I don't, I don't want that because I want to be a fucking kid again mm. and I remember when I was a kid and I got to go see The Empire Strikes Back and I remember in the lobby with all the candy and shit they also sold like that book mm. you could look through yeah okay and it's so much oh my god you could see, I'm sitting there waiting for the movie to start mm. and I'm looking through the book going what the fuck is this dinosaur looking thing who's this little green shit what the fuck is happening? And it's going to happen in front of my eyes in 30 seconds when the movie starts. Yeah. Okay? And that's the giddy little fucker that I'm going to be until December. Yeah. Okay? I don't want any like, oh, well, they'll hit this. And then, you know, he'll say, oh, I, you know, I love you. And maybe she'll say, I know. Wouldn't that be, you know, clever? <laughs> See, that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about JJ doing. I mean, we got snow troopers, right? Which is... Straight out of Empire. Yeah, but if they're in the snow... I'm just saying. It's, it's just like, we don't... I don't... I don't want to... I don't want to think about it. I'm going okay? in... I'm not I'm one going prone in for with, overthinking. I, <laughs> you mean while you were saying that sentence? <laughs> I just... Um, Too many movies have have got my hopes up and then have been, for me personally between mediocre and good. Like I like Pacific Rim. But it's not good. I it's 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 a fun as hell movie. But there's nothing to it. It's like the it's it's a it's I mean Pacific Rim and we've said this before, it's either a great shitty movie mm-hmm. or a shitty great movie. Yeah. And, but the I thing is though be. Yeah. And but the thing is though from something like Pacific Rim mm. I don't walk into it expecting all that much from it. No, but the, like, I think Pacific okay. Rim is equal to the prequel films. In terms of... No, but the, the thing is, though, but but they're not equal because they're different starting off points. Okay? Mm. The anticipation... I just mean as a movie. Well, as a movie, yeah. Afterwards, yeah. It, they are. I mean, if you, you know, stack next to each other, mm-hmm. yeah. But the thing is, though, the, the, the prequels have a... There's a higher standard. They're a brand, quite frankly, that needs to do more. And they didn't. I mean, they serviced the story, okay? And it sort of lent a little bit of credence to the whole thing about, oh, it's always been Anakin's story. Fuck that. First original trilogy is Luke's story. Whatever. I don't know. You introduced the Vader first or whatever. But it's Luke's story. I'm not doing this again. So I don't care. I know one way or the other. I do, um, and and I'll be honest. When Han was frozen in carbonite and taken away by Boba Fett, I was probably the only person in the theater that wasn't upset by that because I'm like, yeah, cooler guy won. Fuck y'all. I never wanted to be Han. Never. That's why he's gonna die because Harrison Ford. Because we shut the fuck up about that. Harrison Ford's been saying it for thirty years. I just want him to die. What uh, what kind of cracks me up is the little <laughs> sort of pseudo quasi religious um, memes that have been out there where you know it's just oh, oh hokey religions blah 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 nothing I see and then they mm-hmm. take it's just like it's all real 
You know, if I witnessed it all firsthand, yeah, I'd believe it too. Yeah. I did watch a Lord of the Sith stop a blaster with his hand. Yeah. And then grab it from me from 30 feet away. Yeah. Kind of changes things. Most definitely. I watched my friend jump around the desert and kill dozens of people. So, and then, you know, all this speculation, oh, oh, whose kid is this? Oh, whose kid? Why do any of them have to be anybody's kids? Because the universe is about four cubic inches. Everybody's related. I know that, but it's just like everyone's, well, you know, hey, maybe this one. It's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, just shut up. Or, oh, that, that, you know, Luke, and Luke's the bad guy. He's not the bad guy. We know kind of Like, the internet needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I did see a couple things that I thought were interesting for speculation. Like, Luke started another academy, and whoever Kylo Ren was before he became a Knight of Ren uh, was one of his students, and he took others with him and did that. But he looks like he's on the bridge of a Star Destroyer. So, I don't know. There's a lot, and I think that, I, I hope, I hope, because the trailer showed Almost nothing. Exactly. That's what it showed so much of nothing. I really hope that there's some kind of gigantic surprise. Like, like just, just, just a, for instance, I have nothing to back this up. This is just, this would be awesome. Okay. Um, as they're attacking Starkiller base to try to destroy whatever super weapon they have, because the moon isn't big enough. You got to go with the whole planet. Cause how do you destroy a whole planet, right? Um, the the resistance will fight, but then jumping in from hyperspace would be the Imperial Remnant to assist the resistance to take out the First Order. A little resistance assistance? Yes. See now, if four or five Super Star Destroyers and a dozen regular Star Destroyers flew in and... Maybe that's why they changed the paint scheme on the TIE Fighters, so you differentiate between the two in a fast battle. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. Because the Empire is Empire's not gone, but it could, have, it could have fractured. I hope there's a lot. Because there are, in, in that trailer, there are definitely things that have not been mentioned. There's the snow, which is Starkiller base, because it looks like a Hothi type of planet. Jakku, the desert planet, but then there's also the shots of Kylo Ren and his Death Eaters uh, in the rain. Yeah. It's not going to rain on Jakku. Um, there's all the stuff in uh, on a jungle type yeah. forest world, which looks like where um, Poe and Finn cross paths real quick. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of planets. It's not just right. two um, and they could be, they could be completely like it, there's just so much. I just people would all, stop trying to. All good Star Wars out. movies have the main characters have dual storylines exactly. going on. So, but um, after we watched the trailer, I watched it, of course, when it came on, and I want to talk about how they presented it first. Uh, oh, you watched it second. during the football game? No, I don't have cable. Like every other good nerd, I waited till it hit YouTube right. the second it aired. No. Um, all this bullshit about, oh, we made you watch a football game. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, because no. Because we know how to turn a TV on at that moment. 
Yeah, nobody is like... Anyway, um, so Ripley watches the whole thing, and she says, so the whole story's about Ray? Like, yeah, probably. I mean, there's also Poe and Finn, but yeah. I think it's going to focus on Ray. So they're very happy that, that the, the, the most prominent, interesting-looking bad guy is a girl. Yeah. And the main, quote-unquote, main character with BB-8 in the trailer is a girl. And you know what? This speculation that Finn is somebody's kid and Ray is somebody's kid, mm. how the fuck, okay? I really don't picture, if you want to say even like Han and Leia's kid, mm. okay? And Ray, she looks like kind of a little, you know, scrap peddler kind of person. Yeah, yeah, she's a junk dealer, scrap, whatever, yeah. Are they really going to let their daughter go off and go do that? Maybe they didn't let her. Maybe Han's hugging Leia and Leia's crying because she's back. No. But here's, and that's what's awesome. Now, I want to know is now the voice that you hear, Mm. let the force in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's Leia? I was looking and I was trying to. I heard that that was um, was Lupita Nuango's character, Maz Kanata, um, which is, in theory, who's in that temple with the flags that's her pirate hideout so it could have been founded by Fett he could be dead you never know what Fett did in between movies he didn't I just hope, hang out in Jabba's palace I hope that we don't see Fett if we see Fett in this movie I will actually the more I think about it now for 22 seconds mm. um, I would be disappointed because that to me would almost be like having like Leonard Nimoy in the Star Trek movies. Because, for one thing, they're also going to give Fett another movie. I would be fine. I would be perfectly fine if they don't name him. If he's, like, he's rumored to be, like, 60% cyborg because he was eaten away while he was in the pit. And that's fine. And how the fuck did 40% of him drag himself out? I Maybe somebody rescued Maybe Maybe Maz rescued him. I mean, he has all that gizmo-y shit on his armor. He could have sent out a distress signal. I don't know. Here's something else, though. Watching Rebels. Mm-hmm. How is that? I haven't seen the season. The first, the first two have been good. The one with... Uh, they, it was like a Jaws... Um, what's it called? When you, when you copy something nicely, not sarcastically. Homage. Yes. Um... They talk about how when the Empire took control, and this is canonical now, the clone army was decommissioned. So no clone was a stormtrooper. That makes sense. I mean, they would have they would have aged out because yeah. their age, their their they look like they're in their sixties yeah. at this point. So and they would be yeah. advanced age, and by the time he gets a Force Awakens, I mean, a lot of them would just be dead. They would be it's dead thirty years plus. 30 years, yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, even as stormtroopers, they would have been in their yeah, late exactly. 60s, early 70s of their life cycle. Right. So, like I figured, any world the Empire takes over, you recruit from that world. That's yeah. how you get Boyega as a stormtrooper. Yeah, and not the fact that people have an issue with that drives me fucking crazy. Really? That's your fucking problem? I don't get it. I don't get it. There was a whole thing. Stormtroopers aren't black. Uh, prove it. Yeah. Prove it. Not a single stormtrooper. Oh, actually, there was one. One scout trooper took his helmet off at the end, uh, near the end of Jedi. And you see him in the background. 
That's it. You've never seen a stormtrooper with his helmet off yeah. in any other scene that I can remember. Because hmm. they were all hippies that Lucas hung out with. She's like, yeah, put this on. <laughs> I'll give you 40 bucks. If you want to be technical about it, there were there was a, a couple African-American guys that did um, scenes in Death Valley. I think they were Marines. And I don't know if it was for the special edition or the original. But they were they were they hey he had um, he had Marines um, marching through the desert because they could handle the yeah. heat in the in the costume and the weight of it and all that. So they were black stormtroopers all the way back in the seventies. Those despecialized versions that I was watching, yeah. So those are like theatrical release, right? They've they took great pains to cobble it together from. 35, 70, laser disc, 16 millimeter, okay, fucking viewmaster like, shit. But in terms of time. It's the closest to the theatrical release that is available now. That's what I wanted to know. Because yeah. I've got, I got I to talk to you about a tattoo idea. Okay, okay. Um, what I wanted to do, I wanted to do a meme because the whole Han thing, uh, Hokey Religion, yeah. it's all real. One of them wrote, even the part... Oh, except for the part where um, Luke kissed his sister. That part never happened. That was one of the joke things going around. I wanted to do one. You know how you can just type all your text into the one and it, and it auto-fits into the picture? Yeah. I wanted to do one where it was all text over that last picture of Han's face and have it, be, have it say, except for Chewie dying, the Yuzambong invasion, the Sun Crusher... Mara Jade, blah, 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 blah. All, all the expanded universe stuff, yeah. E-wings, all that. Because I think that would be really funny. But, yeah. So how long did it take you to get tickets? I only bought tickets, I just, I'm just, because I, because I was afraid that if I didn't get tickets, all the shows would sell out. Yeah, that's what I did. And I could only get, um, I tried for... Probably till around midnight mm. that night, and then I, I had to go to sleep. I yeah. had to get up. So I usually um, get up at five. I got up at quarter of five because mm-hmm. I figured I'd take some time to do that. Okay, because I'm you know getting ready to go to work, um, and I ended up at I got the ten forty in Revere, mm. um, but the tickets like unless I wanted. Like two up in, like the back, yeah, far left corner. Yeah, I just I ended up getting, I think it's like J five. So it's still kind of That's far back, bad. which yeah. is fine. Yeah. but it's more middle. You know, I'm I yeah. don't mind being too far back, but I need to be more to the middle. You right, know, right. Movies with me, you know, um, um, and that's so, all because you would I get out of work. You couldn't do earlier, right? Yeah, exactly. Because so, they haven't um, even put the midnights up. It's um. Seven, seven thirty, eight, ten twenty, and ten forty. Yeah. I think of the times now, are you, for Revere. You going to IMAX? No, that was sold out. Like as when I thought of it, because I was trying for yeah. Revere for about twenty five minutes, um, and then it would accept my Star Pass number, and then it wouldn't, and then it yeah. would, and it would take forever to load the seating chart, and I, yeah. I wasn't even getting pissed about it because I knew, yeah. Um, and then I'm like, I wonder what IMAX has. And it said, um, you know, due to... Yeah, you can have none. It was the, the picture that I put up in my timeline. It was, due to excessive demand, you are limited to zero tickets. <laughs> well, fuck me. All right. Um, but, but it was, you know, I didn't even mind because for me, all right, that's 
that's part of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's part. It sucks. I mean, at this point, you know, I don't know anybody else who's going to the 1040 mm. that night. So, and I'll put out the call in another, you know, as we get closer, we're right. going. Yeah. Um, but I'm perfectly fine. I mean, there were no other seats around me. I couldn't, because I would have mm. bought two. Right. And said, right. hey, who wants to come? Right. You know, and if no one wanted to come, I would have, you know, I don't know, put it in a frame or something. Yeah. That kind of idiot. So, um, so, but I'll go, and I, mm. I, I can't, I, I can't wait, and you know, and then that weekend, you know, I'll try to see it a couple more times, depending on depending on the feeling I get out of it when I walk out of it. Yeah, because we all went to the midnight in Framingham, and we were all super excited to go in. I did the whole waiting in line for tickets thing for Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. So before the internet, I was on the news, yeah. all that nerdy shit. Everybody stopped playing Star Wars Trivial Pursuit with me because I won all the games. Um, And we all walked out, and people, we didn't really know each other. Like, we recognized a few people from waiting in line and stuff, but it was like, eh. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, and then I went back the next day because I had bought tickets for the next day. And I watched it, and a little more critically, and I'm like, yeah, this is all right. But it was missing something it was star wars it was it was good yeah but i think i don't know i don't know it's kind of like when you play knights of the old republic and the technology is just as good as it was in the prequels and it's four thousand years beforehand and it's like what did they stop when they got to robots come on um so if i get if i get a different feeling if i get the feeling that i got when i when we walked out of um, Attack Captain America. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I will. I will definitely be doing the weekend. We'll go yeah. again. Uh, Captain America was one. Aliens, I yeah. think. Well, that's another thing. Like I could go on now and look and say, oh, you know what? Hey, that's Sunday. You know. Yeah. Let's see if let's see what I can get for like three in the afternoon. Right. And, what I, and I really like having the seats, and I don't have to worry about a seat. Right. Exactly. I like that. I, um, I tried for the seven because the girls are going with because we're yeah. all we're going to do this together. Um, and the seven, it was just fringe on the side by the time I could get right. through, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's fine. I looked at the 7.30. I had multiple tabs open so I could keep whichever loaded first. Um, And the first three rows were open. And we've sat in that, you know, the walk-through area. Yeah. We've sat in that other row right, you know, four rows from the screen. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. It really isn't. It doesn't feel like too much. Um, But I wasn't sure if I wanted to do one more row closer so they put the eight o'clock up and i we got our what i'm calling our seats yeah which is the first row past the bar four seats in the center five seats on each side and um they're just gonna have to stay awake (laughs) well i wonder what's available like if i went and looked at it now the eight o'clock is just the fringe on the side now yeah yeah i looked at that while you were uh while you were on the phone here um, I really hope though. On Friday, Ripley has to poor Ripley. She has to go to an eye doctor because one of her eyes is very, very slightly turned in. Oh uh, yeah. So she's gonna have to be Snake Plissken for Halloween. Awesome. Uh, 
Well, I mean, not, but yeah, the best I mean, uh, she's fine because once we told her that her eye was not going to pop out of her head, that's not what the eye patch is for. Um, then she was that's the 1040 on the seven. That's what's left, yeah. Wow, yeah, good. And I got Jay, I think, four, what are the light four, blue five. seats? Handicap. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, she thought her eyeball was... Excuse me, I'm very sorry. Is, though, there's E8 right there in between. Yeah. But, you know, you got to sit next to a creepy. So. <laughs> well, knowing you, that would be you. I know, right? <laughs> the way I'm going, I just may actually end up in that way. Yeah, so tomorrow we do, uh, we do parent-teacher meeting. Nice. Their progress reports were okay. Um, I mean, they're not terrible students, yeah. but I... I Bell and I expect more from them because we can see that they're yeah. smart. We know they're smart. And it's not one of those like, oh, every kid's beautiful and pretty and handsome. And No, <laughs> no there's some ugly-ass kids out there. Um, but <laughs> and a lot of them are dumb. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of stupid kids. I sit there and I watch the playground and I see kids eating the chips off the ground. Not potato chips, wood chips. Mm. <clears throat> And I see a lot of these kids with buzz cuts, and they just look sticky. Yeah, and it's like, oh, oh what man. did you do? Bathe in honey a month ago? You know what I did the other day? That's not a tan. That's dirt stuck to sticky. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, um, I've been playing the Uncharted okay. series, because they released the trilogy for PS4. Mm. Oh my god, that is so much fun. Although I have to tell you, I was a little disappointed to the end. Yeah. One of the reasons I like those games right. and games like that, like Lara Croft and all that, is yeah. like you get to run around and you shoot a bunch of people. Yeah. Right? The sort of like like the resident like shooting at zombies and shit like that, I'm like, ugh, you know, that's part of like why Last of Us, which is great. Mm. It's just still kind of like, oh, wow, you know, oh, that's a clicker. You have to shoot him in the throat. Well, the thing is, Thursday, and you, like, you haven't got past the the those guys to the humans. No. That's when it gets really But that's the thing. Intense. It's just like, all right, fine. I got to know how to kill each and every different weird type of fucking monster. Just give me mercenaries to kill. Okay? You, you'll get, you'll get. So. Yeah. And I was really enjoying Uncharted because that was the thing. You solve some puzzles, mm. you run around, you shoot bad guys in the face. That was kind of cool. Ooh, yeah. 50 headshots, yay. <laughs> you know, you get yeah. an achievement. That's great. Yeah. You know? So, and then there's a portion of this game. Spoiler alert. Mm. Game's 10 years old. But um, <sighs> there's like these fucking like monster things. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Mm. Now I'm disappointed and annoyed because I have to shoot these things that aren't don't move like people. Yeah. The you first know, Tomb Raider had like these flying creatures in it, like like goblin. I'm talking about things. the latest, like Tomb Raider, yeah. the reboot kind oh, yeah. of thing. You know, there wasn't any of that. It was funny, really. I was playing a little of it with the girls because they like to point stuff out and yeah. and, and help and stuff. Um, they don't want to control her because they think it looks too complicated. I'm like, if you guys only know, how these nice. um, so we. With the last, oh, we had our base camp under the rock. Well, which game the, are you playing? The, ring, the, the, pre, the it's like it's like her beginning. Oh, it's okay. called the definitive yeah. edition yeah. or whatever. Um, 
So we found the other people. Okay. Um, we got into the temple. I had to get scrap. I hate. I hate the the customizing, um, tinkering stuff. It's yeah. just oh, you got to collect fifty seven pieces of scrap so mm. that you can. And I don't fucking need it. Better arrows. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was for the pick. Yeah. So I could yeah. pry stuff open, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a double cross, I think. She gets captured. Yeah. And it was getting late. We had to finish this movie we were watching. And, uh, so I'm like, all right, because I only want to play it a little bit at a time because I got it for free. So I definitely want to yeah. savor it um, because it looks beautiful it it's, does it's, look beautiful it's really it's good lot. it's a great game yeah and I think I said the last week I really like that they make Lara Croft like suck at this she's incompetent yeah. like there's no other way she's a spoiled rich girl who dreams she's Indiana Jones yeah um, I mean there are parts where I'm just like yeah okay just you know a little dignity really yeah dude duck strong. could you yeah, duck just you know um, a little bit of dignity yeah and there's some puzzles there's there was the the how to Reach the waterway, and it was putting the explosives up and using yeah. the counterbalance and stuff. Uh, that yeah, was kind of neat. One. I like that. Ripley at one point turns to me and says, "Okay, Dad. So when do the zombies show up?" I said, "They don't. This is all real people, not monsters and zombies." And she's like, "That's stupid." <laughs> I need to talk to that girl. <laughs> she and I need to have. You should tell her so, how happy I am about zombies, so, and she's going to be like. Yeah, I need to talk to that man. She's uh, she's laying down on the sofa, and um, I had shut the game off. Um, excuse me. It's at the point where she's captured and has to sneak out of the camp. I'm okay. like, I'm like, I wasn't in the mood for stealth at that point, so I'm like, all right, this is a good place to stop. It's and all this sort of all a, that fire going on. Yeah, and like yeah. the guys are patrolling around yeah, and stuff. That's tense. So, um, I put it down, and we we continue with the third Resident Evil movie. <laughs> she wanted zombies and um, I don't think Ellen was home yet so we were watching that and um, Ripley, Ripley after about 15 minutes she says dad something's rumbling I'm like is it the oil burner because since it's been clean last year and like optimized it, it like it's a smoother sound and for like right. 8 months it would kick on and be like what the fuck is that oh that's our super awesome oil burner now okay and she's she got up went to the door, opened it up, listened. She's like, I, I, don't, I don't think it's on, but we'll just say it's on. I'm like, okay. She shifts, puts her head on the other end of the sofa, and then after about 10 minutes, she holds up the controller with the light on it. The game's on. We switch over, and just in time to see Lara standing there with her arms tied behind her back, getting shot multiple times with a, with a machine gun. She must have died like 12 times while we were watching this movie because it would just restart you in that stealth mission. And she just stands there by the fire and two dudes come walking up. I'm like, that's what happened. I'm like, well, good. I'm glad nothing's broken. That's what happened, kid. Welcome to Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Should have gave that guy a ride. Should have given those guys a ride. Oh. So that was pretty funny. That's awesome. Oh, oh man, that's hilarious. So, so when I when I pointed out the Fet skull on um, on that building to Nova, you would have thought it was like like uh, I don't know, like double Christmas. Yeah. The way she was jumping around, she's like, "That's like the, the that's like." 
That's like the patch on your uh, your tattoo. Like, yeah. Settle down. They're getting into it slowly. We started to watch an Empire. Uh, we're doing a little at a time on that because I love that. They don't so have a whole much. lot of time to like like um, today. They get home from I almost said work. It's work. They almost they get home from school because they have their art class that goes till four. Uh, we had to go to Target get a couple things, and then they come home, do two parts of their three-part homework. We eat dinner, they do the third part, um, and then we watch a little bit of something, and then it's bed. It's like 9 o'clock, yeah, and that's yeah. that's too late. I'm not Their homework doesn't take long. It's not a no. lot of homework. It's just when the, my parents pick them up, they don't always make them do their homework. Yeah. It's kind of like... Come on, what are they going to do? Are they going to do this after dinner when they're tired? That's not. So Monday and Tuesday, it was, it was, it was, they, they would get home at five. So it's like, there's no, there's no time. Right. And until we get this new guy trained, he's, he's starting Friday. I get to train him. Apparently he's threaded projectors before. So that's a start. We'll be starting in a good place. Then our schedule can go back to normal, and I can finally see them on weekends again. Because I have a bike that I put together and everything. And uh, when I'm home, it rains. The front tire needs some more air. I had to tighten some things up because I just put it together to get the box out. But whatever. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. So they don't have a lot of time. We did manage to watch three and a half Resident Evil movies, though. You know what I watched again? I watched um, Tom's Crown Affair. I saw you. You watched that. I don't remember seeing it. That's such a great movie. Hmm. Who's in that? Um, it's Pierce Brosnan, yeah, right? Remington Steele. Yeah. And uh, Rene Russo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was naked, and she looks fantastic for an hmm. older lady, and it's her first new movie. But she wasn't older then. Was she? She was, like, easily 40 then. Really? Easily. Hmm. The movie came out in 1999. Hey, Siri, how old is Rene Russo? Nothing's, nothing's plugged in. That's why I need to watch. Hey Siri, how old is Renee Russo? Renee Russo is 61. She's 61, which means that when that movie came out 15 years ago, 1999, okay? She no. Was, the movie came out in 1999. That's not 16, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's the new math. She was 45. No, because... Are you really going to do the calculation? 2015 no. minus 1,999? Yeah, sure, why not? My daughter is almost 16. Huh. She was born in the year 2000. That's weird. She'll be 16 years old in the year 2016. I was letting the folks at home do the answer first. No, I, I just... I was... I know, because it feels like 2003 was five minutes ago. No, but I couldn't go from from 16 years in 99 to 25 years in 90, because it's supposed to be a 25th anniversary school reunion. Yeah. Not that I'm going. Just add nine years. To yeah, that 16. was the problem. It's I'm, nine. Yeah, so I'm so tired, I couldn't jump from 16 to 25. Common core math, man. It's fucking up everybody, because you have to take seven, then put a claim, and then... You no, know, you know you know what it is. It's actually a lot easier than multiply that. Multiply it by, you know, French toast. Basically, the common core math thing is like counting back change. It really is. Yeah, and you know what? One plus one is two, motherfuckers. 
That's yeah. it. And, and how often does that come up as a thing that has to be done? One plus one? Yeah. When you're fucking... Ugh. I think you just turned me off to sex. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? It took 11 years, but... <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Another one done. Anywho... Yeah, I don't um, know. What else is happening? Nothing. Um, oh, Biden said he is not going to run. Yeah. I think that's a oh, good choice. Oh, by the way, um, yes. Bernie Sanders is not going to get the nomination. No? No. Why not? Because you know why? No, I asked why. Okay. <laughs> because Bernie Sanders is Donald Trump. He's like opposite world. He's bizarro Trump. Exactly. Or Trump is bizarro Sanders. That's probably yeah. better. Um, yeah, because what they both are is the crazy ideal of what each side wants. Yeah. Okay? Because everybody goes, yeah, Donald says it like it is. All right? But they don't want to go, oh, oh no, we don't, no, we don't really want him. No, that's, yeah. you know... Yeah, he may say it like it is, but it's only like how it is in his world. Right. So, um... So who's going to get the Republican nomination? Jeb Bush. It's going to be... Really? It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be Jeb, because Ben Carson won't. Jesus, are you oh kidding me? God. He is... He can't say enough dumb things. No, he's not even going to be able to go back to being a doctor. Right. This. Seriously, you think anybody would go to him? No. They're like, um, is the lion-killing dentist around? <laughs> You're to talk to him. I don't want the dude that quotes Pokemon song lyrics. Thank you very much. Uh, no, so Jeb Bush is the most rational... You know, like, they're going to be in the whole room and be like, um, crazy, crazy... Stupid, hysterical, um, stupid. No, no. Uh, fine, Jeb. You can fine. Go ahead. If he does run, he will not win. No, he won't win. No, no, no. Hillary, Hillary will win. Yeah, I think we've been saying that from the beginning. Ideally, yes. personally, I would love to see what Bernie did if he got if he Most got definitely. It, if he and, that's the, and, and you know what? And the and, and the Republicans are saying they would love to see what Donald Trump would do. You know, you almost want to yeah. just sort of like, you know what, we don't want to give you the whole thing. Tell you what, we'll let you be the president of like, you know, like this many. Yeah, why don't you like, play uh, one game of Civilization yeah. and then get back you know, to you do, You know what, here, here's SimCity, yeah. all right? <laughs> There's SimCity and Risk. Right, All right, right. We'll let you do that for a while and see how you do with like a practice country. You know what, tell you what. We'll give you Canada. <laughs> Canada would say, no, sorry about that. Oh, come on. It's, no, it, no, it, sorry, it, sorry, it's, sorry. It's no, Canada. No, Canada sorry. would be, Canada would be like, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> All right. Did you see, did you see John Oliver this week? Yeah. That was so fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. You think I'm afraid of jail in Canada? Yeah, what the hell is up with that? Here's rule? your money. That is, that's such <laughs> that a was, weird law. That was so fucking amazing. I would have loved to see, okay, yeah. the prime minister get reelected and then go after John. Oliver. Oh yeah, because imagine for anybody that didn't that see it, be? the law is you can't disparage. Oh, you can't encourage or discourage can't, voting. Right, you can't um, you can't try to sway the votes of Canadian Canadian citizens if you are not a Canadian citizen. Mm. And 
He's just like, and the finest. That's a five, brilliant law, but it's stupid at the same dollars. time. Yeah. I just love the way he was just all, fuck yeah. you. Go ahead. Come and get me. Can you imagine if we <laughs> had that law and it was stuck oh, to? God. That would be great. No, it's going to be Because this is, this is what would be said the most. Like, shut up, Netanyahu. Yeah. Pope, go back to your Pope mobile. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be Hillary and, and, and Bush. And Hillary's going to win. And everyone's going to be mad. And nothing's end. And Congress is not going to do anything because they're going to spend way too much time trying to undo whatever she tries to do. And they're still going to try to undo what the black guy gonna did. Have, exactly. We're going to have four more years of nothing really happening. Mm. That's what that's what we're going to be. So really, we should just start looking at 2020. I mean, honestly. You mean when Kanye West runs? Yes, when Kanye West runs mm. against, I don't know who, Garth John Brooks? Stewart. <laughs> You think Kanye would run as a Republican? <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't surprise me. Nothing right. that man did, did, would do would surprise me. Uh, I wish that, I really... That, and then John Stewart runs. Mm. And then it's awesome. I really wish we had that, like, like a 90-day election cycle, and that was it. Because, like, Canada had, like, a 78-day one, and that was the longest since, like, the 1900s. Yeah. Like in, in, in England, I think I, at one point I read, and I could be totally wrong, it was like two weeks. Yeah. They can campaign for two weeks and that's it. And if I don't see an ad from a super PAC against Jeb that says um, that his brother and the prime minister of England conspired to invade a country that had done nothing to them. And we trust Jeb. But, I but, want to but see here's that. the thing. You know what? I think that going after Jeb mm. for stuff that his brother did mm. is 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 unfair. I don't know. It's the name. I mean, his father people, was a piece of shit. His brother's will a piece say of the shit. Same thing about about Clinton. Oh you yeah. People going after Hillary for stuff. Bill was so fucking awesome. Yeah. No, that's fine. Because if I they would can vote him in in a minute, if they can refute it or if they just own it. I'm fine if they just if they try to push it to the side. Like Jeb's been saying that um, Bush wasn't president when 9/11 happened. We all know it was Cheney, but still, right. like own it. Say yeah, he fucked up. I won't. But you can't even. I, I don't even know how much you can blame Bush. He was in the White I think House. That he was in the White House, and a lot more stuff has been coming out that says he's he had more warning than the one file that Condoleezza yeah. Rice had. But then knows, that's who the Republicans should get. They should try to get Condoleezza Rice. Mm. That would be amazing. I don't think she wants anything to do with that bullshit. I don't think so either. But she would be seriously. I, she would be yeah. a serious, serious contender. Mm. She would give Hillary a run for her money. She, she could. really would. She, she totally could. could. But I think she's too moderate for the party. Which is exactly what would make her more electable in a general election. Yeah. But the, the Republicans aren't going to realize what they need to do until turn, they're almost wiped off the map. They turn Colin Powell, make him a Democrat. Okay, then you have Condoleezza Rice He's run against, run against, run against Colin Powell mm. so that all the racists in the South just explode. Colin Powell's white enough, though. He's very light-skinned. They could they, they probably talk themselves into believing he's white. Yeah. 
I wanted to go back to how it was when Washington was elected, where the winner of the most votes is president and the runner up is vice president and they have to work together. That's just crazy talk. I know. They wanted the way the founding fathers have it, do it that way. I still think you should get rid of parties and you should just vote based on what your constituents tell you. <gasps> Is that a radical idea? Your representative democracy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's too bad because Bernie's kind of cool. And yeah. I do like B- Bernie being in it because Larry David, Bernie Sanders. Shit, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you just... It's... Oh my God! You know what it was? They gotta bring Tina. They gotta bring Tina Fey back on to do Sarah Palin. If doing if she pops up, yeah, they you know they will because then they bring Will Ferrell in to do Bush. Mm. Although you need Will Ferrell to do Alex Trebek for the sketch I'm thinking of, so, <sighs> because that would be amazing. Have a Hillary, Sarah Palin, and um, Bernie Sanders mm. Jeopardy sketch. Yeah, that would be amazing. I use the audio from uh, from the the cold open on Saturday Night Live. How was Tracy Morgan? Oh, Did you watch it? Was he comes it on stage, and he goes, "Thank you, thank you." Sit down. I'm just fucking with you. I'm fine. <laughs> like, but I had seen him like do other talk shows, and I knew he was fine. But like, he must have practiced his. His body movement, like yeah. all of it, was just. Was the crowd just like totally silent? When dead fucking crowd? silent. Yeah. Because you know they were all thinking, we got an hour and a half of this shit. That's amazing. Fuck, this is going to be uncomfortable. But he he seems like he's talking a little slower, just a fraction slower. Um, but his his timing was great. He was yeah. he was good. Um, that's good. That that's that's really good. I always I always thought he was just like an insufferable goofball. He's very talented. You know that's his character. Yeah. That's that's his he's real life. Amazing. Like his Robin Williams on is yeah. being a doof, and he owns it. But there yeah. there was there was this, there was some nice touching stuff that was done. Uh, Tina Fey's book Bossy Pants talks yeah. a lot about him. So yeah, says a lot. I mean, she really likes him. Yeah, his outward persona is so different than how it must be when the cameras are off. Yeah, I can't even imagine. But um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Larry David uh, in and of himself. But yeah, but he Sanders. he nailed the the one arm up, the one arm down, like the way he his mouth yeah. moves, like. He, with he embodied him so well. Like, like I don't know how they did it, but the sleeves rode up on the yeah. suit just to the right point and everything. So his arms looked gangly and long. And but, that's the great thing about... I mean, it's it really is in the details. Yeah. To do the voice. Anybody can do the voice. You know? Yeah, but he nailed it right off the bat. Yeah. He's like, can I, take, can I take it up to a 10 right away? We're doomed! <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Oh, but that's the thing, you know. He pre- he must have like um, like what is it on Brooklyn Nine Nine? Um, Andy Samberg does a thing where he gets into Captain Peralta. Um, uh, what's his name? Shit, Andre Brewer. Yes, into his voice and and cadence and yeah. stuff. And um, 
and you know you know watching Larry David that his we're doomed is what clicks it going into his head. Yeah. He's like, I got the voice now. Yeah. That's what I got. So I thought that was pretty. That that was. I've heard um, Jay Moore talk with Ralph Garman hmm. about doing impressions and stuff like that. And they say that it's like you got to find that one that one hook. Yeah. For someone, and they were both like going back and forth doing Christopher walking. Jay Moore does a really great. impressive walk. He really does, yeah. and um, and it's just really interesting how you know you see them. It's just like oh yeah, whatever. But they do. There's a lot of work and a lot of a, a lot of thought that goes into mm. how they they do what they do. And um, yeah, it's and like you said about Tracy Morgan his and his persona, mm. you know, kind of thing. That there's there's so much more I think to these, you know, like really, really, really talented, you know, actors and, yeah. you know, performers and stuff that really is, it's amazing mm-hmm. when you think about it. Like, yeah, and then to be at the top of their game and even folks who aren't like mediocre, like B celebrities and C celebrities who mm-hmm. are, you know, on the fringes and just sort of doing shit. And yeah. they're like, you know, th- 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 think about all the people who never were. Mm. You know, who are out there just plugging away, doing their, you know, you know, doing their thing. It's, yeah. it's so for people to even make a C list. Yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, know? I there are definitely actors and actresses that I don't like for whatever reason, but anybody that gets to me and like I I recognize the name. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. Even even terrible actors yeah. or directors or makeup people or whatever. Like I know um I know the name of the guy that designed uh American Godzilla for that movie. He's done great work otherwise. But I'm gonna remember him as the doof that fucked up Godzilla. But in a way I kinda of blame the director. I'm one of these. The design I thought. Like if it looked if the Matthew Broderick one looked like Godzilla, I think it would have been way more acceptable than a, yeah, than a giant raptor. It's all the director's vision. Mm, yeah. You know, the director's the one who goes, you know, you know, I'd make that different, change that. Yeah, stand them up straight. So, yeah. Head's too big. You're a fucking idiot. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, um, so what are we at? 30, no, 58 days? No, oh, is it? Yeah. 58 days until the... Uh, until the so yeah. really 57 because we're seeing you on the 17th mm-hmm. so I'm excited about that so I um, so I, I can to... actually watch it and text you all the details <laughs> I could I um, I got three I hours work, on you I work with this woman and I turn around and just like see you're kind of a nerd she goes yeah I go what you think of the um, is this the Batman girl no oh okay no. I said what did you think of uh What'd you think of the, the Star Wars trailer? She's like, you know, I'm more of a Star Trek person. And I'm like, you know what? She goes, but I'll watch the trailer. I'm like, no. I don't want to share it with you. We don't serve your kind She's like, here. No, but, but, but you know what it is? She goes, no. I go, no, no. I go, it's it's fine. She goes, now what? So now I'm dead to you because I like Star Trek? I'm like, no, 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 not at all. I said, but... Um, for for me to share this mm. with you, 
for me to share this with something that it, it means a lot for me to share it with you and to share that experience with you. Yeah. Okay, whether you're a big huge fan and we can both kind of nerd out over it, that's that's the shared experience and that's awesome. Yeah. I said, or whether you're you you don't know and I want to share it with you. I said, but since you have seen you know both movies and both kind of, and in both sort of franchises and you've made a choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to say you're right, wrong, or otherwise, even though. But I'm not right. going to say that you're right, wrong, or otherwise. I said, but for me to kind of prompt you to see this is, it's kind of like when my sister says she'll pray for me. I said, that does nothing for me. It's a meaningless okay? gesture. It does nothing for me, but it does something for her. So for me to sit and watch the Star Wars trailer with you, all that yeah. does is just like, this is my excuse to watch the trailer again. Yeah, I can do yeah. it by myself. Okay, and it's not really, it's not, it's not your thing. That's fine. So, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't need to, I don't need to do that with you. <laughs> you, you've, you've made your choice. You've made. I mean, it's a lifestyle choice. Yeah, go ahead. Clearly. Have fun supporting ISIS, bitch. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> fine. So I, I said, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna turn around, um, and do my thing there. I mean, in, in, in my role as like a team lead and stuff, I'm more than happy to talk to you and help you. I said, but, um, I really, there's not a lot of reason for us to fucking forget my name. There's not a lot of reason for me to talk to you. <laughs> so, um, so I'll just be over here. Okay. <laughs> so, <sighs> they prefer trekkers. Yeah, they prefer bullshit. <laughs> you know, we, Star Wars fans don't have a nickname. Yeah, we're called people. We're called the human race. <laughs> we're called not trekkers. Mm. Anyway, have a good week, folks. Are we done? Is that it, really? <laughs> no, you have nothing else to talk about. Because the only other thing to talk about is guns, and that's just going to piss me off. So, yeah. um, make me want to murder somebody. So, um, <laughs> let's just, uh, you know, we're at an hour. That's a good point. Okay. And, um, so,. We have nothing from Scott this week. He's super he's, in, he's in Vegas. He's in Vegas. That's right. So, Mazel Tov! Hey, happy anniversary to um, Bill and Melissa. Yes. Happy birthday to Donnie. And uh, oh yeah, he sent he sent a package um, for the girls. Cool. And uh, holy shit, there was a lot of stuff in there. Thank nice. you. That's I don't know what to say. Um, I'm gonna try and get the girls to record something, but that's like hurting cats. Yeah. Um, so we'll Wait see. H e r d or h u r t. Hurting. Whichever one gives me the results. Yeah, that's um, true. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, oh, I watched uh, The Inhabitants. Oh, someone I know is in that. Yes, who who's in it? India Pearl. Who, she's a, who? Um, I can't remember exactly who she plays. She's a scary person. She's a scary person? What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Was the movie good? No. You know what I liked, though? It was mm-hmm. shot in Salem and around the area. Yeah. That part, I, I like that. The actors um, were perfectly fine. Um, Let me see if I'll find her. I'm just typing her name oh, okay. in here. I can't spell India. Um, the problem is, um, I think they, they, were, they were trying a couple of different things. Um, and... It, it it didn't 
I don't think it worked out the way they wanted it to, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Speaking of Salem, it mm-hmm. is October. Salem is a nightmare. Um, but I had breakfast with Bree oh, yeah. last weekend, and I had the best eggs Benedict I've ever had in my entire life. And then you know what I had? I had dessert breakfast. Which what's, is What's dessert breakfast? I had a piece of pumpkin pie. Oh, okay. What's the stuff they put on Eggs Benedict? There's a sauce. It's like right? a holiday sauce. I never liked that. I, I had that when we were in Vegas for my brother's birthday. Uh, no, wedding. Jesus Christ. Um, I tried it for like the third time yeah. in my life. And I don't know. I just, there was something about it that was just, eh. Yeah. So I went with the with the eighth of an inch thick bacon slices that they had. Yeah. Those were, those were pretty good. delicious. So the inhabitants... Uh, because you had brought it up a, a, a little bit ago, um, they buy a bed and breakfast, and it's a it's a famous old New England house. They changed the name for the film and stuff, yeah. but it's supposed to be like just outside of Salem. But it's in like it's like it's like west of Boston, um, Weymouth. Okay, maybe, um, and. They find out the history of the house and what's going on, and the wife. Um, starts to she she basically becomes possessed with the spirit of the house, yeah. and um, little things happen. You know, it, it ramps up the way a, a haunted house movie would. Um, but there were there were like two or three different misdirects going on. Yeah. So when the final resolution happened, it wasn't as interesting as the misdirects. I feel okay, and it was like, oh, that's okay. And the end was, I don't want to say cliched, but like there's, there was nothing that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. But it was a perfectly well-made film. Yeah. Good. But I mean, I, I've watched, I don't know, 30 horror movies yeah. in the last two months. I, I recommend to people a film starring What's-Her-Face from Hellboy, Blair, Blair, Selma Blair. Yes, called In Their Skin. It's heard of that. It's a horror movie. Don't confuse it with Under the Skin or the one with Antonio Banderas um, that is about him as a plastic surgeon. Um, this is a mix between uh, single white female and funny games. Single white funny games? Yeah. But it's like those two ideas mixed together and it's it's pretty tense. Yeah. It's totally realistic, which I, I liked. It was a nice change. And um, all of the characters were, were pretty interesting. I, I liked that one. I didn't think I would. It, it looked kind of like a, oh, let's just make this on the cheek to get something out. Yeah. But um, Selma Blair, she is a good actress yeah, when they, like when they give her a good part. Um, but she sort of plays the the kind of pulling out of the relationship on vacation, yeah. drunk mom. Um, was there a second Hellboy movie? Yeah. There was. The Golden Army. Yeah. That was pretty good. I, I like that. I like Princess yeah. Nuala. She was, she was pretty. And Princess, Prince Nuala was, um, was the, the bad guy in Blade 2. He's a good actor. He doesn't get enough roles. Mm. That I notice, at least. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> so, we have, with the girls we started... The next Resident Evil, which takes place a little bit in L.A. and stuff. And then after that, we have the one that's in the Russian umbrella facility, the testing facility. And then the girls will be caught up 
and then I got to figure out how to sneak them next year to the theater with me at eight years old to see the next R-rated Resident Evil movie in the theater. Good luck with that. I'll just take them. That's fine. Thing is, the movies there's a little bit of language, and it's just gore. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, and they keep that in perspective. They don't have an awful girls. No, they really don't. I am. I had a messed up dream last night. Like, I thought it was real. There was something weird going on. Like, I've been having these dreams about very large, opulent mansions. Like, okay. like Resident Evil-style mansions. I can't think of a better way to describe it. But in Resident Evil 4, there's, it's like this Spanish castle, villa, kind of, yeah. like, like, just red, lacquered walls and wood carving and stuff like that. And it was some dream about an inheritance between me and somebody else. And we were all going to live in the house. And it's not really a house. It was like a complex really where like you could take the North side and I'll take the South and we can have six more families in. Yeah. But it was, there was, there's some parts that are just like burned into my head. Like, like this, this, this red dining room with a long table. It's a narrow room, but it has this stone arches walkway balcony around the whole thing. And the weirdest part was you would drive back from uh, Hollywood hits down 128, and you see the back ass side of all the houses. Yeah. Like that was literally like <laughs> over the hill. There was like a spillway for water runoff. And then, uh, which was, inside pool colored yeah was weird and then it was tall grass a chain link fence and then the asses of houses real close was weird i watched part of the nightmare um which is supposed to be a documentary about sleep paralysis and uh it's marketing says it's the scariest movie you'll see all year so i'm like all right fucking try it when i was little like the whole the whole movie talks about about how people experience it. And I don't know, have you ever experienced sleep paralysis where you're awake, but you can't move? Okay. So that's it. You're awake and you can't move or you believe you're awake and you can't move. Um, and you, some more people than, than (laughs) that was my marriage. I thought that'd be more like if it was a documentary about drowning constantly. Um, (laughs) Again, that was like my marriage. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> While slowly being eaten by a weasel. Again, uh, <laughs> no, that's not nice. Um, I didn't say it. I mean, you didn't say it. I said it, so it's fine. Okay. Um, but the, the, a majority of the people will experience um, some kind of presence in the room. They'll feel like something else is there. Yeah, it's all psychological. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. No such thing as ghosts. But I mean, I've read about the. Um, the ultrasonic waves that can vibrate the liquid in your eyes at the right resonance where you can see ghost images out of the corners of your eye. I actually did a sleep study just when I was out of college and I was awake for like 52 hours mm. and at about the 45, 46 hour time, um, one, because the blood vessels in your eyes get all kind of weird and swollen, Yeah, the white walls that I knew were white took on a pinkish tinge, yep, yep. and I was absolutely, I would have bet my life on it, I could have sworn that there was a cat in the room mm. jumping across the tops of the shelves and the tops of the wardrobes, because I was yeah. seeing this 
Okay. And it was all, you know, sleep deprivation. Yeah, you hallucinate. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, When I was little, I remember, and I always used to think it was a scene from a show that I watched with my dad called Project Blue Book, which was about aliens. Um, Project Blue Book was supposed to be the secret government UFO research, you know, group that was covered up, that was buried under like Capricorn one or whatever it was that was, so it was all that. And, um, I had this, this image in my head of laying in my bed and not being able to move and having dark figures like in a half circle around the bottom of the bed, just staring at me. episode of X-Files. And somebody described exactly what I saw when I was little in that movie. So it is literally the scariest movie I have seen all yeah, year. That's creepy. Um, and then they turned to the camera and said, "Hello, Christopher." Well, the dude, well, the fucked up part is one of the guys in the thing—that's his name—and he said, "And I must have been asleep because the TV was trying to get my attention." And it was a newscaster going, "Hey, Chris, Chris!" I'm like, yeah. oh, no, fuck your TV. But one of the—I mean, <laughs> some of the some of the people described him as shadow men. Um, and this sounded really familiar, which is really freaky. That that they they looked like the gray alien things, but their skin was more like um, static on an old TV. So now let me ask you this: Do yeah. you think that this is something that one could attribute like abduction? Oh, absolutely! Know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I never thought I was abducted or visited or anything. I thought it was yeah. a memory of a show. But if it's this... It may have been this paralysis. If it's this thing that happens and your brain's playing tricks on you yeah. and you're really asleep but you think you're awake, then, yeah, if I watch the end of Close Encounters of the Third Kind when I was tiny, mm. that could totally happen. I, um, so I actually feel more comfortable about stuff now. I saw this thing on Facebook about, um, it was like this article, what do you tell people the first time, what do you tell people about the first time they, you know, when they for, when they buy their first haunted house? <laughs> and, well, when that happens, I'll tell you. <laughs> and, and you know what, I was almost like, I was in this sort of like looking for a fight movie yeah, on Facebook, yeah. so I was just like, I was going to post... You tell them there's no such thing as ghosts, you fucking idiots. But I didn't. Instead, I went See, my my smart-ass answer would have been, well, you have to remind them that if Halloween is on a Friday, they still have to stay open through Sunday because they'll get business at their haunted house. Exactly. There's no such thing as ghosts. I, uh, a friend of mine, Skip, he friended me. I didn't talk to him in years it's like early 2000s and um actually before that i think and um the haunted house that i used to work at apparently had been empty for the last few years so he bought it cool i was pretty happy about that i don't think i'm ever going to make it down there before halloween because of the training schedule and stuff but it was nice of him to reach out and say hey what's going on cool yeah i don't know i'm tired yeah me too Hey, you kids have a great week. Um, that's all I got. Oh, I was thinking um, when on the 17th, I don't know, are you working the 18th? Like I, early in the morning? I am. Oh. 
Never mind that. Might not work. What? What do you think? Well, I thought I figured I'll still be awake. You could come over after you watch it, and we can record our instant. Yes, I'll um, still do thing. that. Oh, I'll okay. come over after right. I watch it, and then I'll just call it if it's. We'll do like a half hour or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll okay. come over after. So that'll, that'll be the show. I, I work at like six, so I may just end up saying it. Well, that'll be one because I'll be home. If it's if it starts at ten forty. And it's two hours and 40 minutes. It's going to be three with trailers. It's be three hours yeah. with trailers. So that puts me 10, 11, 12, 1. Mm. So that's 140. I get here by 2. Are you still going to be at Starbucks? Yeah. In was, December? Um, yeah. Nothing's okay. happening with Framingham. Oh, okay. Okay. After, so. All right. Yeah. But yeah, that sounds perfectly fine. That would actually be awesome. Yeah. And okay. I can fuck it up for everybody who goes to see it that weekend. Oh yeah, would we? Do? We'd have to do spoiler free, huh? Yeah, but we could just spoil it all now. <laughs> Everybody dies. We're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that the show. Okay, here's Frank and Chris's take on porcelain. We're doomed. <laughs> have a good week. That should be three PO's first line. And everybody's talking. Okay, one more real quick thing. Everybody's talking about how oh Luke's not in the trailer. Oh. Well, neither is 3PO, or, or R2 is, but 3PO, not a fucking gold shine to be seen. Where was uh, R2? Uh, I'm guessing with Luke. He's with somebody with the oh, yeah, robot hands. But that's it. Let's, but that's it. Okay, so that's it. We're done. Alright, bye kids. Bye. actors pretend to have in order to win Oscars. Now, in real life, mental health can be something of a touchy topic. We don't like to talk about it much. And as one psychiatrist explains, when we do, we don't talk about it well.
Stigma still is a very big issue. Uh, it manifests itself in the ways that we think and talk about the, the mentally ill and in the, the terms, the words that we use to describe them. For instance? Wacko, psycho, cray-cray. Okay, okay, first, hearing a bearded middle-aged man use the term cray-cray may have already killed that word forever. It's like when your mom says something is on fleek. It's done. It's just over at that point. But second, he is right. Cray-cray is a terrible name to call someone with mental illness. Although, it is an excellent name for a cartoon crayfish who just won a scuttling contest. <laughs> you did it, Cray-cray. You won the race. The point is, we don't, do we don't talk about mental illness well. Uh, sometimes, even TV personalities with doctor in their names can get it disastrously wrong. On the next Dr. Oz, everybody wants to know, am I normal or nuts? Should you be worried? This behavior is... It's not normal. Have you gone completely insane? I mean, sir, have you gone completely insane? Completely insane people go outside, suck on a rock, and bark at the moon. <laughs> what the f*** is wrong with you? Sucking on a rock and barking at the moon is not a sign that someone's mentally ill. It's a sign that they are a wolf with an iron deficiency. <laughs> You're thinking of anemic wolves, Dr. Phil. You're getting confused. But perhaps the clearest sign of just how little we want to talk about mental health is that one of the only times it's actively brought up is, as we've seen yet again this week, in the aftermath of a mass shooting as a means of steering the conversation away from gun control. This isn't guns. This is about really mental illness. In many of these shootings we have people who have uh, mental disturbances. Do we need to do a better job in mental health? You bet we do. Yeah, it seems there is nothing like a mass shooting to suddenly spark political interest in mental health. Although it's worth noting that Governor Huckabee's state got a grade of D- minus on mental health care while he was in office. And you can't lecture people on something you got a D- minus in. It's like passionately delivering a speech on proper English grammar by saying, we need to thunk better about how we does word stuff. <laughs> we need to get it did. And the aftermath of a mass shooting might actually be the worst time to talk about mental health. Because for the record, the vast majority of mentally ill people are non-violent. And the vast majority of gun violence is committed by non-mentally ill people. In fact, mentally ill people are far likelier to be the victims of violence rather than the perpetrators. So the fact we tend to only discuss mental health in a mass shooting context is deeply misleading. It would be like if the only time we talked about Coca-Cola... It were in the context of this. I'm standing here with this ice-cold, thirst-quenching, deliciously satisfying Coca-Cola, and it actually tastes better. Now, more than ever, Coke is it. Sure, sure, that happened, and Coke was undeniably involved in it, but most cans of Coke are not that one, and it would be unfair if every time you thought of Coke, you thought of that. <laughs> But if now is our only opportunity to have a public discussion about mental health, then perhaps we should do it. Because in 2013, an estimated 43.8 million American adults dealt with a mental illness. And an estimated 10 million of us suffer from a serious mental illness each year. 10 million! That's almost as many people as live in Greece. And most of us know a lot more about Greece than we know about our mental health system. Think about it, you know at least three things about Greece. Its economy is collapsing, Yanni's from there, and Greek yoghurt tastes like the ice cream they'd make in a town where dancing is illegal. <laughs> you know at least three. And when you look at how our current system deals with severe mental illness, you'll quickly realise it's a mess and it always has been. 
We used to lock people up in asylums, which were often so bad they were known as snake pits. And that doesn't sound like an attractive place to live, even if you're a snake. You'd want some kind of snake loft or snake bungalow. I don't know. I'm no real snake agent. And, and then, and then, and then in the 1960s, President Kennedy signed a bill to try and close as many of those asylums as possible. Under this legislation, custodial mental institutions will be replaced by therapeutic centers. It should be possible within a decade or two to reduce the number of patients in mental institutions by 50% or more. And that was a really good idea, because when you see horrible places doing unspeakable things to people, you are supposed to try and shut them down. That's why there are so few Quiznos left. (laughs) But, But before you get too proud of the fact that we shut those snake pits down, it turns out we never followed through and properly funded the community mental health centers JFK had wanted to replace them. All of those patients had to go somewhere, and some of the places they wound up are shocking. For instance, a few years ago, the AP found that nearly 125,000 young and middle-aged mental health patients were being placed in nursing homes. And it's not a great idea to just stick a young person in with some old people and then hope for the best. It's like casting Taylor Lautner in the new Best Exotic Marigold (laughs) Hotel movie. It's unsuitable for everybody involved in it. And some states have been involved in something called greyhound therapy. And unfortunately, that does not mean getting to hug a trembling dog who's 98% bone and gristle. (laughs) It's an even worse kind of greyhound, the kind with four wheels and a broken toilet. This is Ross and Neal, the only state-run psychiatric hospital in southern Nevada. Ross and Neal has been accused of greyhound therapy, a practice critics call unthinkable. Discharging seriously ill patients too soon, then supplying them with a one-way bus ticket out of town. I'm sorry, but you cannot just put people you'd rather not see on a bus to another city. If you could, that's how every breakup would end. <laughs> look, look, Greta, it's not you, it's me, but on the other hand, I think you're going to really enjoy your new life in Syracuse. <laughs> And and we have not even got into the most depressingly common place that people with mental illnesses can end up. Two million people with mental illness go to state and local jails every year. That's meant there's now ten times more people behind bars than in state-funded psychiatric treatment. That is terrible. Finding out jails are our largest provider of mental health treatment is like finding out Lil Wayne lyrics are our greatest source of sexual education. (laughs) Oh, Darren, you can't smack it up, flip it like a spatula. Where did you even learn that? What does it mean, flip it like a spatula? Would you like it if I did that to your mother? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't, Darren. So don't say it. Look, look, using the criminal justice system to treat the mentally ill isn't just ineffective, it's expensive and it's dangerous. Because often, when someone is having a mental health emergency, the police will be called. And that can end tragically. By some estimates, an incredible half of all incidents involving the police use of deadly force involve a mentally ill person. And to their credit, some police departments are changing the way they do things, even creating special units like this one. These officers are experts in what's called crisis intervention training. Would you say that you really don't want to die, but you want the pain to stop? Would that be... Okay. And you're willing to get some help today? This woman agrees to get help. We'll go in there together. Uh, You'll ride with us. We're in an unmarked car. It's all part of a pioneering program where the mentally ill are diverted out of jails and into treatment. 
OK, well, that seems really good, but calling it a pioneering programme is a little heartbreaking. Pioneering ideas should not be completely obvious things we should have been doing all along. They should be outlandish things that push the limits of the possible, like a fitted sheet that's easy to fold, <laughs> or marshmallow airbags, or a sex doll without such judgy eyes. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Linda. I'm lonely and we both know it. <laughs> Unfortunately, only 15% of law enforcement agencies even have crisis intervention training programmes, let alone special units. And taking that training is typically voluntary. And how can something so essential to your job be voluntary? Take the mascot for the Tampa Bay Rays. We don't let him decide whether or not to wear that costume, because without it, things can get ugly fast. <laughs> it's important for doing his job right. And look, that's just a tiny fix. Our whole system needs a massive overhaul, which won't be easy. The public safety net for the mentally ill spans Medicaid, which is different across the country. Eight federal agencies who administer 112 different programmes that in some way touch on mental health. And the social service agencies in each of the 50 states. It is a clusterfuck. Except that's an insult to clusterfucks. Because <laughs> at least in them, there's the potential of a satisfying ending. This is more of a frustrating cluster dry hump of some kind. <laughs> And that's not to say there aren't programmes that work. Let, let's look at just one. Assertive community treatment. It, it's designed to let those with serious mental illnesses live in the community by providing regular in-home visits and help coordinate, coordinating assistance in things like housing and employment. Listen to just one social worker explain how it can work. What makes mental health might not just be a visit to your psychiatrist. It might also mean having your uh, entitlements in place, or it might mean uh, having your rent paid on time. So instead of meeting with a person and talking about how they're doing, how they feel um, on once a month or twice a month, what we do is everything that it takes to keep people in the community living independently. That's fantastic. Everything it takes sounds like a much better option than what we've apparently been trying, which is nothing, not anything, very few things, not much, and prison. <laughs> and yet, in many states, assertive community treatment programmes are in jeopardy thanks to everything from budget cuts to Medicaid reimbursement problems. Despite the fact a study found that these programmes pretty much pay for themselves, which is fantastic. Look, government programmes are like graduate students on a first date. If they are able to pay for themselves, it's a fucking miracle. <laughs> and, and look, again, that is, that's just one programme. There are many more designed for many different levels of need. And we, as a society, we have to figure out how to fund them. Not just because it makes fiscal sense, but because it would save lives. And if I remember rightly, there are some politicians who claim to be pretty motivated to address this problem. This isn't guns. This is about really mental illness. In many of these shootings, we have people who have uh, mental disturbances. Do we need to do a better job in mental health? You bet we do. Okay, fine. Do it then. Because if we're going to constantly use mentally ill people to dodge conversations about gun control, then the very least we owe them is a f***ing plan. Okay, like that's enough. No more talking.